From an undisclosed location high in the Hollywood Hills, it's time once again for the long shot. Tonight, Falling Skies, Purple Coral, Yakov Smirnoff, and very special guest Ian Edwards. And now, please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conrad. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Good morning and welcome to the Longshot Podcast. I am your host. My name is Sean Conroy. With me today, the Doyen of Delight, the Duchess of Delight, Miss Amber <laughs> Kenny is here. Sean Conroy, the master of thesauruses, is. Uh, also here today, the undisputed doctor of delusional dithering, Mr. Jamie Flam. Yeah, we're keeping with the D's. <laughs> It's D-Day. Is it? I don't know. I don't think so. Who knows when these things come out? <laughs> Could hey, be. It's June always 6th. D-Day somewhere, right? We always sound so dumb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I do know that June 6th is D-Day, so it's entirely possible this won't come oh, out. Oh, that's true. Uh, but anyway, that doesn't matter. That's not why I did it. Who cares? Did you just pick D's I don't know arbitrarily? What I, no, no. What is your it artistic was very on process? Purpose. Yeah, exactly. There that's, is no artistic process. Sure there is. Uh, all right. <laughs> it's been a while. We have not seen each other in three weeks. That's not true. Well, Jamie. I haven't seen you guys in three weeks. Right, which means Jamie might have something to a say. half a story. Yeah. Nope. Um, Nothing. All right. Well, let's start, t- <laughs> let's start today with Amber. Okay. Amber, what's going on? Well, first of all, I bought a laptop last Congratulations. week. Congratulations. Wow. I'm so excited about it. It's used and it's old still. <laughs> Toshiba? No, it's a, it's a Mac. Nothing wrong with being used and old, by the way. <laughs> but um, it's from my friend Bud, who works at Apple. Bud. Yeah, and uh, so I know that he he like wouldn't sell me something that was a terrible Not product, Bud. and he's sort of my permanent tech guy, tech support. So it's it's a good deal. How, how did this come about? Did he call you and say, Amber, I got this great deal? He posted on Facebook that he was getting rid of one of his laptops. Gotcha. He needed some extra cash. Some MacBook gotcha. Pro. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Yep. Wow. Yep. Not first generation MacBook Pro, I hope. I have no idea. That's the piece of shit I have. I, um, I'm i just excited to like be one of the cool guys at coffee shops now. I'll click, clack, click, 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 mm-hmm. click. Yeah, very cool. No, but um, it, honestly, <laughs> my writing for my sketch team has been like on breaks at work and then mm-hmm. somehow emailing it to myself and then sometimes at home like it was like the most complicated stressful situation so that's how it is with a sketch team you know it's like i'm just excited to drives you out of your mind well i won't have that excuse anymore so now me not writing will just be on me and not on my technology guys i had to email it to myself <laughs> then when i got home the email hadn't come yet so i didn't do like, anything so well i mean it's actually more complicated than that but it's too boring to get into. I don't agree. Well, my work blocks certain websites. Those motherfuckers. So, like, I would... Why should you not be allowed to be at the bank and watch <laughs> porn, you know? Right? It's a shitty so firewall. Would, like, Sometimes you get to, a hankering during the day. I'd have to really finagle getting a sketch back to myself sometimes. Uh-huh. I can wink. Anytime. What are you saying? I don't know. He's talking about jerking it at all work. I can hear is All I can hear is, like... <laughs> As Amber and I are talking, I just hear you muttering over there. Well, so Speak up, son! I, I'm not. I wasn't fully on board with what I was saying. <laughs> As usual, 
I feel like Jamie, Jamie's words and things he's saying are like a boat, and he's like a guy who's holding on for dear life <laughs> from behind. You know, sometimes I drive a fucking cruise ship, and sometimes I'm drowning in my rowboat. <laughs> Back to your story. No, I'm curious. Do you look at porn at work ever? No, I don't. That's why I wasn't committed to it. And I'm also not That's why I don't for making the jerking off <laughs> jokes. What are you saying now? Again, I hear jerking off jokes. That's what time is on you. They're not my, um, you know, they're not my go-to. They're not your cup of jizz. They're not. Oh God! <laughs> we're going there now. <laughs> Speaking we're of cups off of with jizz, look, <laughs> we're all adults here. Speaking of cups of jizz, can we get some fucking beverages in here? I'm... You were not on board with that, were you? I was actually more committed to that than the last one. Um, I believe. You. So you're excited that you have a laptop. Mm-hmm. It's a MacBook. You can do all sorts mm-hmm. of stuff with it. Garage Band. Oh yeah. You can have iMovie. Uh, iMovie is terrible, by the way. AirPlay. I have Final Cut. I lost my Final Cut, and then I had to use iMovie this weekend. Shoot me in the fucking back of the neck. I don't want to. Okay. <laughs> um, does this mean we're going to have the long shot podcast, the movie? <laughs> I, <laughs> not if I have to edit it. just throw <laughs> up all over choked to death. In the kitchen. What would, well, we've had uh, several people uh, contribute their ideas for what the movie would be. Oh, right. Well, but those this would have to be more fact-based, because those movies were all fantasy movies. Why would it have to be fact-based? Because I said so. We have a director. <laughs> <laughs> you think I wouldn't be the director? Uh, so um, are you going to keep your other computer as well, or are you going to sell it? Yeah, that? for now. I don't think You're anyone would buy it. You're those two computer it. people? It's... it's what is it called? Um, pedal? A pedal-powered no, computer? No, what was the Apple that was just a monitor that has like a teeny tiny box underneath? Oh, the... Um, the iMac? I- yes, that's what it is. It's so old that I can't like download... Those are cool, Cobra. though. I mean, that was... I, I like remember it. when I got an iMac when it came out and it was like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, go in the other room and clear your throat. Scarfing down pizza and then coughing it up. Put your hands over your head. (laughs) (laughs) And and we do have dogs. I have not not taught junior high school in 20 years. And I'm having such a flashback right now. God damn it. Go in the other room and get yourself together. Did you start a lot of the things with God damn it? Yeah. God damn it, you kids. (laughs) Turn to page 16. Where's your fucking homework? Um... But yeah, it's so old too, and I don't know if this is a thing about being old or I'm doing something wrong with the mm-hmm. ma- monitor, but um, one day there was just like a lime green stripe that went across the monitor permanently, mm-hmm. but like there's more and more now, like a rainbow. That's a you. That's an option. You can go up into your on-screen menu. <laughs> no, that is that is probably just old. Yeah, I don't think it's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> and other people complain about it. I'm like, what, what am I going to do? Right. Um, and so there's no way for you to hook those two computers up to one another. I don't know. Yeah. It might be a firewire situation. Or um, like a yeah, firewire, I, thunder, I cloud, thunder, thunder lips. I, yeah. I cloud. That's a thing. Uh-huh. Right? Sure. You can put it in the cloud. I'll just cloud it. Yeah. Just cloud it. <laughs> Dropbox. I really don't know anything. Um, all right. Jamie. Yep. You've got a lot going on. We haven't seen oh you in a while. God. What's been happening? Got a laundry list of items to get through today. Oops. And my <laughs> oh vitamins boy. fly out Popping of my... pills, Jamie No, Flam? no. It's not what it looks like. What is that? That was very 86 on me. I was just going to say the same thing. It was like, humming, humming, humming. A cry for help. Jamie Your pulls out a list and a bunch across. of pills They're come out of his friend, pocket. Uh, 
What is it? Nothing. My friend says they'll help me move faster and focus more. <laughs> what, Jamie, those are called speed. What are those? Uh, this is vitamin C, and this is a men's multivitamin from Trader Joe's. Why don't you just take them? I don't have any water. Okay. <laughs> That's really fixable. <laughs> I'm going to take care of it. It wasn't uh, the next thing for me to do. Um, yeah, three weeks. It's been a How long have you weeks. been carrying those in your pocket for? I put them in right before I came over here. Okay. With the intent of... You couldn't them. take them before you came, where you knew you had water. No. I find weird shit in my pocket sometimes. I'm not saying I don't either, but I'm just saying this seems like an ill-thought-out, ill-conceived... I just It was too early in the day to take them. It's 6 o'clock. It's 7 o'clock. It's 8 o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> it's 9 o'clock. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> so in the last three weeks... Um, you know, I've, I've, I hit the road once, a little road trip in my new car. Where'd you go? Guerneville, California. Oh, Guerneville. Beautiful this time of yeah. year. Where Guern- is that? <laughs> <laughs> I don't guess. No, no one would really know about well, it. Well, no. What's funny is, Jamie, I, what did you do? You put something up on, on, on Instagram, right? That I just, had, I just took a picture of the house, the road thing. And it had your location on it or something. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up, and I was like, holy shit, he's like 400 miles from the L.A. right now. he gets a car, he's just like, vroom, yeah. vroom, vroom, vroom. No, I really, because I, the name of the street you were on was like a street that there is right around here, too, or something. And then I was like, oh, he's he says he's so in such a cool place, but it's not. And then I looked it up, and I was like, wow, he really yeah. he went for it. So it's, you went up to Guerneville. Why Guerneville? It was a bachelor party weekend for one of my friends. Hello. Well, that was actually interesting because I, re- I realized when I was leaving, I was with like eight of my friends. I'm definitely the only one not married. How, now. how big is your car? Um, I don't know. It's, it's a sedan. So it was jammed. No, no, I, they, I didn't drive them all there. Oh, I picked up my friend in San Francisco, and we drove up. It was a Friday night. Um, but it was yeah, first time me and Carol hitting the road. Her name is Carol. I've decided. Your friend or your car? My car. The car. Okay. I I figured it out, but it took a second. Why Carol? I mean, it's based on the fact that it's a Corolla. Oh. <laughs> I am quite clever. Um, and then, yeah, it was a lovely weekend. The boys, like, on, it's on the Russian River. So the Russian River is a beautiful river. And actually, as I learned, so there's Guerneville, and next to Guerneville is Monte Rio or Santa Rio. I think it's Monte Rio. Guerneville is the nice little cute town where there's, like, little wineries. And then Monte Rio is where everyone does speed all the time. Meth. Meth is speed, right? Speed is meth. Okay, then all right. All meth is all <laughs> squares are rectangles, but not all. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> so our house technically was on the, the the meth side of town, but it was on this beautiful river, and it was amazing. Well, no wonder the river's Russian, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Amber's so mad. I said <laughs> that. That was like a bazooka <laughs> joke. <laughs> That was a quick. Amber was just angry and disgusted <laughs> immediately. <laughs> quick draw on the Bazooka Joe reference. Um, we watched '80s movies, and uh, it was not bachelor your- <laughs> party. We did not go to town once. It was just like, you know, making pizzas and watching Ghostbusters. We are gonna get up there for this bachelor party, and we are gonna not go to town. Well, I was like, yeah, literally the only like actual single person. Everyone else is like, so you could have. Fucked a prostitute while everybody else watched. I know, which is my style. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> With everyone watching. I, like oh, I just realized you said pressure. fuck a prostitute while everyone watched. Uh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just turn around for a second? 
Just don't look at my belly. <laughs> that's the part that's shameful. Um, that is the part that's shameful. It's not the prostitute. Um, I I know what you're saying because, like, out of my normal friends that would possibly get married, uh, they're all married. M- meaning non-comedy people, right? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> they're all married, and I even sent out like a a text to all my college friends that we hang out at weddings being like, what's up? No weddings in 2014? Like, We're done. Like, that's so fun. What are we going to do? And somebody was like, well, maybe you need to step up. I was like, oh, good, good, good. Backtrack. Mm, but you are on a good pace for it. I don't know about that. <laughs> Let's just I don't know what you guys are talking about. I'm in a relationship. Oh. I don't know if I'm like that's the headed, next step. headed down the aisle. <laughs> Um, but probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. That's a yeah. big statement. Next episode. <laughs> that will be the most special episode yet. Wedding. Are you going to invite Jamie and myself to the bachelor party? Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm not in charge of the bachelor party guest list. Abby? Well, I would be a bachelorette. You know I'm a girl. Say again. <laughs> <laughs> so you watched 80s movies. Yeah. Smoked a lot of weed. A little. Drank a lot. Yeah. Did some meth, uh, smoked some meth, snorted some meth. Is the injected the groom? Does he live up there? All my friends, it's like my my barrier buds. Okay, that makes your barrier buds. I just it's my barrier buds. They live by the barrier. I just pictured all of you like commuting this whole way, just oh no, like no, doing like, something you could. do. It's people you know from San Francisco. Yes, mm. barrier, and they all lived up there but yeah. from the barrier. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. It was lovely, but it did, start to, you know, sort of spiral movies. for me. Uh oh. Because I've the last two months, you know, I've been gymming it up. But wait, so nothing happened at this bachelor party? Like, no, there's no like. Then Freddie did this, you and I said this. Truth or dare, and everyone had their balls on your face or something. <laughs> um, no, you know how a bachelor party works. <laughs> That's a good bachelorette or not, I'm you know what's girl. up. Yeah. That's a good dare to put in my back pocket, though. <laughs> Everybody has truth or dare. Put your balls on my face. Everybody. And now let's do truth or dare. Okay. So what else? I went to some. That was it. That uh, was the whole story about the bachelor party. I I would recommend that everyone take a trip to the Russian River. Beautiful country. Go ahead. What's the next thing? I went all the way up to like Oregon. Right. It was so green. Or am I thinking of a different Russian river? (laughs) It goes all the way up to where? Like in Oregon. Oh, maybe I don't know. I have to look at a map for that. World's dumbest <laughs> podcast. <laughs> uh, it actually goes all the way to St. Petersburg. I will say. <laughs> Lenin's tomb is uh, one of the uh, Meanwhile, right now in Moscow, there's people going, do you know this river goes all the way to Gunville, California? I'm going to go there for my bachelor party. We can smoke some meth. Well, this is actually a very good segue into... Um, I did a show on Saturday that I've spoken about on, on Tiki the Tugboat. The Tiki Tugboat. Of course, it's the Tiki Tugboat. And um, sold out. It nice. was a magical Congrats. night. Congrats. Um, I, I found this band called the Tikiaki Orchestra. So there's like five guys. Oh, actually, it was four. I had the Tikiaki 5 0, which is the pared down version. I didn't have the full orchestra. Oh, I see. Yeah. <laughs> and they Thank play you like, for telling us because I would feel like yeah. we were being misled. Full disposure. <laughs> So well, the five O was actually four O. Yeah, but mm-hmm. they still referred to themselves as the five O. Tikiaki four O. But they were but so like, good. What culture are they referencing? Mm-hmm. Well, they were wearing you know, Book four them, white men. Book them for the Tiki Tugboat show. They um, but they wore these like Japanese kind of 
Bruce Lee style outfits, which added to the fun of the night. And they played. Wait, was Bruce Lee Japanese? I don't think so. He was uh, Chinese. Was he Chinese? Um. Well, it doesn't matter. But does you it? know, <laughs> it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's all the <laughs> same <laughs> shit, right? Tell my other story. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll come back to that. <laughs> all right. Um, no, I'm just that sounds culturally insensitive, and I respect all cultures. So that you is not that, you pay a lot of lip with, service to that, but you constantly <laughs> fuck things like that up. No, 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 not constantly. Just no, whenever no, they no, come no, up. No, no, yeah. No. That's not consistent. All right. With so, what happened? Hawaii 5 0 was there. What happened? But it was also, a great I'm show. not picturing the, their shirts even a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, me neither. <laughs> okay. I see Bruce Lee with his shirt off in my mind. Like, he was like the most cut dude ever. Can you picture, like, the he did, one? like, one finger push ups? <laughs> it has, like, these things. No. No? And oh, kinda I like kind of like... know what you mean. Yeah, okay. Hope you, hope you got that image at home, folks. <laughs> It has these things. Where it's like kind of like a satiny material yeah. with embroidery. Yep. And then it has like um uh, Yeah, it's almost Sergeant Peppery, like yeah. um in its a Nehru jacket. Stuff. I believe that's from a different part of the subcontinent, Alex. Go ahead. Uh so the show is fine. Not much to talk about there. Um Great. <laughs> Perfect. Love it. So far so good. However, there was a special guest in the audience. Mm-hmm. Someone that I invited to do the show on a, it was someone like Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> I emailed Yakov Smirnov. <laughs> I don't even know how to describe <laughs> what just happened. All, yeah. Like, fake out. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't know how to fake it, it was out like well a enough. Triple fake out. <laughs> it, was like, it was like if somebody was going to drive a car up a ramp and jump 50 buses, and then before they even got to the ramp, they just drove off a cliff. <laughs> Holy shit, what just happened? <laughs> that was going to be great, and then nothing happened. Well, first of all, Alex is showing off that the picture that no one can see. So Google <laughs> Google Bruce Lee jacket. Was that him as the Green Hornet? Is that where that's from? What did you search? Chinese jacket. Chinese jacket. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So go ahead. <laughs> So Yakov Smirnov was there. Um, so Yakov Smirnov, and I, to me, he was in, the in my country, the river rushes you. <laughs> I, you know, grew it's up with that guy. It's just called a river there. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the river. <laughs> in my country, every river is Russian. That would be. But they joke. never get anywhere. <laughs> but he, he was huge in the eighties, and I grew up with watching him and. Admiring his work, I guess, as a seven-year-old. Did you really? I, well, I loved comedy, and like you know, he was a big star, and I I, I looked up to whatever I he did. I agree that he was big, but I feel like even then, well, you were younger than I was, but even then, I was like, this guy's fucking ridiculous. Like, this is shit. But it you were shit, Sean, and he's Jamie. True. Well, we I mean, we both love uh, Gallagher. By the way, I booked Gallagher. That'll, that should go well. That should go really well. <laughs> I have well. no idea how it's going to go, but I was... You have to do so many pictures with him. The opportunity presented I just read some story about him where, like, they don't let people sit in the first few rows anymore because there's been too many accidents. <laughs> and I don't remember exactly what the story was, but somebody was, like, three rows back and still a piece of fruit, like, broke their face. <laughs> like, shattered their cheekbone or something. That's so <laughs> And they, and they just like picked them up and took them out. 
while the show kept like Gallagher desperately tried to keep the show going so nobody would how know you, that, how that, you this person... that hole. <laughs> that is the greatest story ever, though. Like, what happened to you? Oh, Gallagher's fruit shattered, shattered my, my face. face. <laughs> screaming? I mean, you'd be screaming if your face is shattered. And meanwhile, he just keeps going. Like, <laughs> everything's fine, folks. Look at this. It's a, it's a strawberry, a, a coconut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fruitomatic. <laughs> oh God. Um. Anyway, well, that by will... the way, the first time I ever took a stand-up class, which was long before so I started taken doing more than one. I've ta- taken two. I took one when I was very young, and I was too much of a pussy to actually do stand-up. And it was great class. It was a it was a guy who I really respected, and he was fantastic. And then I took a second one, which was basically like an open mic that you paid for, and the teacher was useless. But in the second one was when I was like, oh, I'm better than all these people. I can actually do this, and that's what that's when I started. But the first one I took, the teacher said to me, like he he was really like into like looking at people and their styles and. What Their voice, them, yeah, yeah, and he's like, he's like, you should watch some Gallagher tapes. Really <laughs> and I didn't, like, I didn't know anything about Gallagher at the time, and now I look back and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I um, one of my beginning acting teachers in college was like, you remind me of Goldie Hawn, <laughs> <laughs> and like to this day, sometimes I think about that. I'm like, what? <laughs> what is it? I, I, we could, doing, I, like, I understand that though. We were doing like serious, like view from a bridge, and like was yeah, I like that's wearing not a your, bikini that's not your and being thing, goofy? Though. You're, you're not. Yeah, I think that's, that's a good not one. your th- like. Go watch Foul Play. You know. Okay. I just feel like I need to get more fit if I'm going to be <laughs> Goldie Hawn. Well, oh well. Speaking of that, I, I got a, a review from my performance. Hold, hold on. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Tell more about the Yakov Smirnoff thing. Oh, so no, I emailed him. You know, just you know, it was a hell Mary, and I was like, "Do you want to come do this show?" Because he permanently has a show in like Bronson or something. Yeah, right? in Branson, Missouri. Branson. But he, but he's been doing like a Brando. residency. Charles Bronson. <laughs> What happened? He's been doing a residency at the Acme Comedy Theater oh. on La Brea, which is totally random to me. But it's more like a one-man he's, show. He's not doing a residency. He's actually just living there for a little <laughs> while. He's between opportunities. <laughs> no, actually, someone... He's, he's doing very well. I mentioned <laughs> oh, that sure he was going to be there on Saturday, and someone was like, oh, you know he's the handyman up at the comedy store. And they were convinced that he was currently <laughs> the handyman at the comedy store. By the he way, stay away like... from handyman. Do not ever use a handyman. Because they are serial killers, generally. <laughs> Every time you hear about somebody getting murdered, it's by a handyman <laughs> or a drifter. But go on. <laughs> Jamie, Richard, speak! <laughs> starting to think of Richard Ramirez, known handyman. He's the uh, night stalker. Mm-hmm. Anywho. So, but uh, he, he wrote back... If you can't think of a reference ever, just sit in silence until it comes <laughs> it to you. It was so close. Yeah. I wasn't going to... Mm-hmm. I'll just leave it. Um... But no, he wrote back and he was like, you know, I, for this first show, I was like, I'd love to, maybe I'll just come watch instead of being in it. <laughs> That's like, like even more intense, I feel like. And so then he um, he called the day before the show, like to follow up, because I, I kind of didn't really expect that he would show up. But he was asking like what time we should get there and this and that. And so he showed up. What should I wear? And he sat and watched the show and enjoyed it and was the nicest man. He was That's such so a rad. nice, nice guy. I got a picture with him. We'll see if he actually ends up doing the show at some point, but because I don't even know if he does stand up per se anymore. I, I I do think he does a stand up show in in Missouri. Or yeah, whatever. he does his like own theater in the morning, like at ten o'clock in the morning on a regular basis. He does his show. <laughs> Let's go for like seventy five year old people. You know, like 
people who still remember the Soviet Union. <laughs> In like Soviet p- Union, tugboat tiki. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so what else, Jamie? Uh, so and then, I, but I got a review. Like someone that was at the show emailed me today. It's like, by the way, I wrote it down. They um, something about you have such a stilted charm, and I had to look up the word stilted. <laughs> Did you? Can I? I, I can't I feel, see it, but I feel like there should be the, uh, 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 <laughs> handprint no. of the back of their hand on your face from that. Like what a what a backhanded compliment. No, I looked it up, and the first two things that come up when you look up uh, stilted charm are um, Ben Stiller. <laughs> And um, uh, Stephen Merritt of uh, Magnetic Fields, a band that I like very much. But it just means awkwardly, you're awkwardly. Yeah. There's worse uh, you're doing synonyms. It. <laughs> Richard Ramirez. <laughs> and he said, I mean, I mean that in the best way possible. But I, I took it as a compliment, but it is kind of my whole thing. Who, who was it? Was it somebody you know? It was yeah. Yakov Smirnoff. Uh-huh. Like a friend? Yeah. Somebody at the bachelor party? No, not that close. But somebody from the Bay Area. No, from the Los Angeles area. Okay. Greater Los Angeles area. I don't think there's anything great about it. Uh, I wrote down Liquid Feet. You had a great show. Oh, thank Congratulations. You. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. I'm sorry that I missed Tiki Tugboat. I'm sure you, I heard you talked about it at length in your last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'd I, mean, to, I would love to hear your point of view, mm. but I'm sure nobody else does. No, let's hear it. <laughs> let's hear it. I oh, thought man. it was just such a neat night, you know, like comedy, and God knows I watched a lot of it. Yeah. So to see it in, in a an orthodox location, uh, the spirit of Liquid Feet lifted me. Aww. I thought all the, the stand-up sets were great. Sean Conroy really kept the boat afloat. <laughs> <laughs> Still to charm. <laughs> I know. It was really like just a really unique, awesome oh, night. Thanks. And I was really proud. And you brought it all together. In a Thanks. really fun way. Yeah, it was a it was a lot of work. It was a lot of fun. It looks like there's gonna be another one August fifteenth. I will be in town to do something. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. So Amber, you had one more thing you wanted to talk about. Yeah. I, um, I missed Jamie's show T Tugboat. I had every intention of going when I got the invite. I was like, gonna be there, gonna support. It my was sold friend. out despite your absence. No, yeah, he didn't miss me. Okay, um, I, didn't I miss just. You. You could have met Yakov Smirnov. I know. But um, I forgot that like two months ago, my landlord sent an email to all of us in the house saying, hey, um, since you guys are all involved with comedy, I, I thought you might be interested in this. And it was like a fundraiser for an improv team that he's on the board of. Like everything about it made he's no He's on sense. the board of an improv team. <laughs> yes. Fact. That isn't me making shit up. That is what... No, I believe you, but that just sounds insane. I know. A board of directors for an improv team. Now I get, I have a board of directors for my stand-up. Right. <laughs> but I don't get it for an improv team. <laughs> um... <clears throat> So it was one of those things, I don't know, I want to be on good terms with my landlord. And I said I could go so long ago, mostly because I had no reason to say no at the time. You know, like, I just don't want to. Well, here's here's a reason for you. Um, number one, you're not even in the show. You're on the board of directors. Right. So I'm not going to see you perform. I'm going to see something you directed with a board of other people. He didn't direct it. He no, I know. Uh, and then the other reason is that 95% of improv is horrible. <laughs> uh, points well taken. Uh, thank you. Uh, 
Anyway, the, I say that with a great love in my heart for improv, my first true love, right, but right, most right. of it is so fucking shitty. Uh, well, we go to this event, and it turns out it's the changing of the guard, the artistic director, and the president of the board were being like renamed. I was like, what are you talking about? It's an improv team. Um, but their name is Cold Tofu. Mm. And the whole point of it... I get, Very appealing I, name. <laughs> is that it's um, to promote Asian Americans in comedy and in the arts. So uh, I take back everything I said. <laughs> I have nothing against Asians or Asian Americans. But so, like, I, I could get behind the cause. Mm. Um, but, um, so we get there and... Were they wearing those weird Japanese jackets? <laughs> no, no, no. Um, Chinese, it, sorry. It was at were the Japanese shirtless? American Museum, and there was food, and that was delicious. There was shaved ice that was so fucking good. I know this is a tangent, but... Completely ugh. hairless ice. <laughs> Um, but then the program starts and there's just like speech after speech about, um, like emotional tellings of how important this improv team has been to different people. So they're delusional. Well, it, it becomes this thing where it's comically built up. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't fucking wait to see this improv team. Cold tofu. And then they get up there and... (laughs) That's so good. That's so good. Well, be more specific than that. Okay, I will be. Um, <clears throat> it was bad. So they were doing. They were playing like games. Yeah. And this was one of the first games they played. It was called "Hear No Evil." I think that's what it was called. Oh boy! So there was two people at the back wall, facing the back wall, with like covering their ears so they couldn't hear. Right. And then two people in the front, and they asked for an activity from the audience. Right. And then they digging a hole. Something like that. Right. Um, the one that was playing up- ultimate frisbee. The one that was offered up was stuffing a pinata. Oh, shit. Hilarious. Yeah. Um, and then the people in the back wall are supposed to unplug their ears, mm. still not looking, and just based on what they hear the two people doing, Right. later they're supposed to reenact what they think the activity mm. was. Ah. So do you get that it's supposed... No, I don't really understand it. There's no candy in that well, pinata. So are, there people, are the people in the front talking while yes, the yes, two yes. people... Okay. But here's what happened. So they're like, I can't wait till Lucita's quinceañera. This is going to be great. That kind of thing. Maybe. Yeah. If it went well. Oh, I, I see. <laughs> literally what happened was, they were like, okay, unplug Captain, your- enemy, 8,000 yards <laughs> off the port bow. Again, would have been more interesting. Stuffing a pinata. <laughs> um, they unplug their ears, and then they're like, okay, action. And the guy goes, honey, come over here and help me stuff this pinata. Oh, well, so they knew immediately. (laughs) Not hard to guess. The whole, like, everyone was like, stop. Like, you did it wrong. (laughs) But why would you have someone who doesn't understand the rules of the game perform at this, like, Function. This thing that had obviously changed yeah. a lot of people's it lives, was, especially was, with the board of directors and the artistic director there. <laughs> My landlord came up. He was so sweet for inviting me. That's why I feel... Were the angels circle there? I think so. Okay. I feel bad, like, shitting on it. Um, and yet... Yeah, here you are. Because it was so sweet of my it. landlord to invite us. Sure. And blah, blah, blah. And he was like, there's some people that, like, are in commercials. I can introduce you. They could help you with your career. I'm like, I'm good. Uh-huh. Um, but... He even was like, they're usually better than this. Like, he was embarrassed. <laughs> and he's not in comedy. Oh, my God. <laughs> That's how bad That's it was. That's the worst. Yeah. That he has to be like, I'm really sorry. Well, I think they were set up to fail with how much hype there was. Mm-hmm. But still, it was it was bad. It was like watching an Improv 101, like, graduation show. 
Well, I used to invite people to my improv shows, and I, I've only this is when you were teaching improv, or, or I was uh, when I was teaching. Well, no, before I was teaching. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I would <laughs> boggles your brain. I would like to have a time machine and be in one of your improv. No, classes. but no one. They should tell they they should tell you never invite anyone to your improv show for your first four years of doing improv. Yeah, but how would you ever have an audience? Like those are the you only just people. can't have an audience. What happens is people <laughs> you have to do it in like a vacuum, <laughs> right? What happens is people come to a level one show, then half those people come to a level two show. It's like uh, I don't know what you call that, but it's the curve that eventually. It's same with starting stand up. Never when you, hits zero. Your first show, like all of your friends come to support, and right. then less. Bringer show. I, I can remember within my first year of stand up, I was still doing like a bringer show, mm-hmm. and I brought six people to this show. So it's stand up New York, which later the owner of would become my manager. And everybody else in the show was, you know, also supposed to bring people. No one did. Mm-hmm. There were 14 people on the show. And so because I was the only person who brought people. They put you last. They put me last Absolutely. so that everybody had to sit there for two and a half hours and watch these fucking morons <laughs> do stand up. And that's how you lose friendships. Yep. That's how you yeah. and they had to, ruin like, relationships. To yeah, they had to pay a, a fine and a, a fine. <laughs> Two drink minimum, a fee, a whatever it is, cover <laughs> I got charge. Ticketed. I call a cover charge a fine. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so so they did shitty games and it was horrible. Yeah, and I think people paid like twenty five dollar tickets. Oh, I got a free one because I was a guest Landlord, of a yeah. board of directors. Right. But <clears throat> did you get special seats? <laughs> Like no, the opera no, no. box. Thank goodness, because when they said there was dinner served, both Whitney and I, we went together. We're like, oh no, if it's like a sit down dinner and like a seating after the show, yeah, ugh. that would have been. But it was, it wasn't show. like that. It was a buffet and just uh, seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Well, this feels like a good place to take a break. So we will do that, and we will be back in a moment with a very special guest. Very special guest is coming back with us. <laughs> when we're back, still the, the charm. I just pictured Jamie on stilts. <laughs> I'd be so tall. <laughs> uh, Get some water. Okay. Hello, this is Bob Duca, and you're listening to the Long Shot Podcast. We're back. You are listening to the Long Shot. It is a podcast. Hopefully, you have realized that by now. Our guest today. Very funny stand-up comic, Mr. Ian Edwards is here. Hey, what's up, y'all? How's he doing? Welcome. (laughs) Now, Ian can be found on Twitter, at Ian Edwards Comic. And Ian, you have an album coming out in June called 100% Half-Ass. Yeah, yeah. And can you tell us how that sort of came about? Well, last time I did Conan, I was like in a... You know, they give you a little green room situation. Sure. And I, I, I did that. There. I did that 
long, long time ago, and I've never been asked back. <laughs> never been asked. No. What the hell did you do? <laughs> <laughs> it's what apparently he not do. much. <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> emote. He didn't emote. He left a mess. <laughs> did you actually do a set? You just stood there. Did you freeze? I, no, I, I did a set. It mm-hmm. went well, but then I took a shit in the air conditioner. <laughs> and left, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. So, yeah. That'll, um, that'll get you. So they give you. Back. They do. They give you a green room, <laughs> mm-hmm. which is nice. Which is nice. And, got a little uh, sign on the door with your name on it. Stole that. I did too. Yeah, you got to keep that. Still got that. Yeah, I do too. Everywhere I move, that goes with me. <laughs> I've uh, tried to stick it up on the door to my bedroom a couple times, but it doesn't stay. I did that too, down. and then it falls down. You come <laughs> home and it's down. <laughs> Seems po- too symbolic. It yeah. <laughs> it's hilarious. Adhesive issues. <laughs> yeah, mad adhesive issues. So your real. set clearly went well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, he's, he was he was gangster enough to ask me about it before I did the set, not even knowing what I was going to do. And uh, and then uh, so then they followed through and uh, wait. Wanted... So, so somebody asked you about the album before you even did the well, set. Well, JP, like I've done it before. Uh-huh. I've done the show before, and JP's like, "Hey, we're thinking about like we have all the technical ability to like do a record label, a comedy record label, and give you guys a better deal than like all the other comedy labels around." So, have you ever thought about doing an album? And at the same time, I was me and my manager were actively looking. For, for like, some place. For some place. Oh, yeah. that's so awesome. I wonder if there's any comedy labels that say, look, we're going to give you a worse deal <laughs> than any other label. <laughs> like, I feel like that's what they all say. I, I think that's what they all say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. the deals are horrendous. <laughs> like, when JP, I was, you know, as a comic, you're so beaten that when JP said you can actually make money off this right. thing, I looked at him like he was crazy. Right. You know, that's how messed up the, the comedy album business is. Mm-hmm. But he said, we said, yeah, and then we taped it. I think, what was it? The March at the La Jolla Comedy Store. And, you know, I just listened to it recently. I went in there. It took me a while to go in there and listen to myself. Yeah, that. that's the worst. Yeah, that's the worst, right? And went in there, and it, and it sounds pretty good. Did you, you felt good about it when you yeah, listened yeah. to it? I felt good about it when I was doing it. First, it was the pain of, like, doing this material that I didn't want to do anymore. Yeah. Not because it's bad. It's just that you, you've done it written, so much. You've done it so much, and you you've written new stuff. You want to well. That's where you concentrate on the new stuff, right? Yeah. But then <laughs> you actually write new stuff. I just do <laughs> maybe that's also that maybe might, why they that ask might be a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I do the same like set when thirteen you try, years later? <laughs> <laughs> no one will. Re- I that promise, no one will remember. <laughs> right. I think that's a really cool idea. Yeah. yeah. Well, the first joke I did was I look like the older, less magical Harry Potter. So that's not going to work anymore. That was even before Harry Potter. I would have that joke before the first movie. <laughs> now you could be the old uh, Merlin. It's <laughs> hilarious. Um, but so you, yeah, I know you. You don't want to do those jokes anymore, right? Right. You want to move on, but you know that material, right? Like I had to like do sets around town to refamiliarize myself with it, and then once I got the hang of it, and we we already had a date at La Jolla, just went up there, and I was like, listen, this is the last time you're gonna do this. Just have fun with it, and it came across. So how long did you do? Uh, like fifty minutes. Yeah, and when you least. went in and listened to it, did you cut anything out, or did you just leave it like it was? There's like one joke they wanted to cut out. Mm-hmm. There's one joke, about, you know, about uh, about having an ugly daughter being raped. I what? That what's, the, what's the problem? <laughs> <laughs> what's the problem? <laughs> it's a comment on ugly daughters being raped. <laughs> yeah. Are you for or uh, it's, against it's, it? It's, a, <laughs> it's just a comment. I, I think it. it's a joke. A joke of hope. For other <laughs> <laughs> that's what I think, you know, but that's just me. So that comes out in June. Yeah. And it's called 100% Half-Ass. Yeah. Um, well, that's great. And so what have you been up to lately? 
Uh, like I was writing on Two Broke Girls, the season's over, and now I'm just on break. I went to Coachella, and that was that was that's always cool to go out to. Like I always wonder what Palm Springs is for. <laughs> like you hear about it, and you're like, people tell you, so you go out to a hotel in the desert, and that's it. You just what do you do out there? Well, you went at the right time. Right. We actually recorded an episode of this show once. <laughs> oh, I forgot. At a hotel out in Palm Springs in the summertime. Right. It was like we had been on the surface <laughs> of the sun. <laughs> like it was so fucking hot. Like unbe- unbreathably hot, you know? It had been so, like five minutes that we hadn't bitched about that. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, so, so I just brought it back up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're welcome. So what did you see at Coachella that was like, holy shit, that was amazing? Uh, it's just the whole atmosphere. First of all, there's a lot of girls walking around in vagina shorts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's just a beautiful experience right there. Yeah. Are you for free that? Ass f- <laughs> I'm, I'm for that. A lot I'm of ugly that. daughters <laughs> in vagina shorts. <laughs> yeah. It's a free Wait, ass cheek city. I don't know what a vagina short is. It's just, it's it's, you know what it is? It's too small. It's a, it's, yeah, it's like those <laughs> okay. Miley Cyrus shorts that looked horrible on her. Then every girl imitated her, and they have better bodies. Yeah. And it's like, okay, this is I get it now. So that's did you I, um did you like stay in a tent out there, or were you well, in like a position where you could get in and out easily? Or I, I did a tent the first time I went there. Uh-huh. I went th- so this was my third time. So I did okay. a tent the first time, and then the last two times just stayed in a hotel in Palm Springs. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just it's, it is kind of soothing out there. But I wonder what people. I still can't understand why somebody would go to Palm Springs when Coachella is not going on. To record a podcast. <laughs> okay. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm a bad listener. <laughs> so that you can come back and complain about yes. it. I feel you. Well, that would be anywhere we went. <laughs> uh, that's that's what it's all about. Um, well, we wanted to talk today about, and we've talked about this before on the show, uh-huh. but we have new information. <laughs> um, <laughs> You want so to just talk in. about <laughs> vacation stories. So, since it was your idea, I know it's gonna go to me. Let's uh, <laughs> let's start today with Amber. Um, well, I went with my family. We would go to Oceanside for a week or two. Where is that? Um, by the ocean. Correct. <laughs> it's in, <laughs> I think, like northern San Diego County. Mm-hmm. It isn't like the. Fancy rich part. Yeah, it isn't yeah. the nicest town in the world, but it was like where we could afford to actually be on the beach. Um, and we would stay in a condo, blah, blah, blah. I, I'm just saying. No, I know how vacations work. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So you rent the place for the week. But like we didn't stay live there. there normally. No, no, no. You were, you were away from where you normally live. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Taking a little um, break from the commune. But uh, we oh, got. Oh, Amber grew up in a commune, by the way. Oh, shit, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, I really did. That's bananas. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. That was the the name of the comedy club on the comedy. (laughs) Solaris. The stuff you learn about people you know nothing about. You know what I'm saying? Almost everything you learn. Almost everything you learn. Yeah. Yeah. It's new. She loves orange sweatshirts. (laughs) Or orange striped sweatshirts. More more new stuff. (laughs) Um, So we get Domino, which is our family dog that I've talked about on this podcast a lot. It was Bank. Yeah, it was like a family member, but we were like too attached to this dog. <laughs> the point was we wanted to go on vacation but not leave Domino behind. So my parents did a bunch of research and they found this place that was dog friendly on the beach, like within their financial parameters. Like it fit all of the things they were looking for. 
Um, like everything was a lie. It ended up being way more expensive than the lady said. It was like a weird slumlord. Like by dog friendly, we meant <laughs> keep your dogs away. <laughs> I will murder and we'll be your friend. Um, well, it was just like dirty. There was just there was a weird vibe about the place. Meth, maybe. Well, like and maybe somebody's been murdered there before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds well, like the place you went to in Vegas. <laughs> it does, actually. And Well, here's the kicker. Like, the whole point was to be on the beach, and that specific beach was contaminated while we were there, and wow. you weren't mm. allowed to be on the beach and definitely weren't allowed to go swimming. Con- contaminated with what? Do you know? I don't know. Re- I was, like, 10 or 11, mm-hmm. but... Um, well, that doesn't mean anything to me. <laughs> no, but, like, so it was just, like, chemicals. <laughs> I don't I don't know. It Like, I didn't retain it. <clears throat> gotcha. But, uh, so it was just this bummer where we're in this place that was more expensive than we wanted to be. You guys want to go to the other side of the condo? (laughs) 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 Vacation. (laughs) All I wanted. Yeah. (laughs) And, uh, my friend Jessica came to stay with us. Um, and that was going to be like a fun highlight to have a friend over. I'd never had like a friend come on vacation with me before. I don't know if I've done that since, but, um. (laughs) So we're just all stuck in this condo and we're, my parents are like, fuck it. Let's go to SeaWorld to make up for... You were 10 and your parents were like, fuck it. Let's <laughs> yeah. go to SeaWorld. <laughs> okay. And uh, and it was contaminated too. <laughs> <laughs> and that's um, blackfish. All the fish were out of the water. They weren't allowed to swim. <laughs> it was chilling. No, it was actually like the greatest day. And I, I haven't been able to bring myself to watch Blackfish because I know that it would be so it's upsetting to me. It's going to contaminate your memory. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was just this like glorious day. I think because everything was so shitty that it seemed extra fun. And and, and no trainers got killed that day. Right. <laughs> well, and you know that like it's almost like laughing in church where you're so miserable that you're like giddy. Mm-hmm. Like, like, like on this podcast sometimes. Right, right, right. Like Always. when we went to we went Palm to Springs. Springs. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we were at lunch and we were just uh, talking about how horrible everything was in the condo. Are you crying, by the way? Yeah. yeah, I don't know if I have allergies. I don't know what's going on. It must have been a very traumatic <laughs> yeah. vacation. Jesus. <laughs> Got tears streaming out of the face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're sitting there. It's my parents, my friend Jessica and I, and uh, we noticed that the table next to us just like left and they had a whole table full of desserts. Mm. And so my parents dared us to go steal the desserts. I like your parents. (laughs) (laughs) Her parents were like, fuck it, go steal those desserts. (laughs) (laughs) Dare your kids to steal. (laughs) (laughs) So we did, but like, I just, your father was a, was a, a minister, minister on this hippie comedy. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> Let's go disobey some commandments. <laughs> well, it wasn't super commandment. stealing at the very left. <laughs> it was more like kumbaya. <laughs> gotcha. uh, but, oh, we <clears throat> had tears running down our face. Maybe I do have sense memory, <clears throat> but like laughing so hard at the idea <clears throat> because we kept trying to hide the fact that we had stole the dishes when like the waiter would walk by. Well, what were the dishes? What kind of desserts? Like chocolate cake, flan? cheesecake. Was there flan? Was there flan? I don't flan? think so. <laughs> no. I don't know if I'd trust a flan from... Hello, I'm Jamie Flan. <laughs> <laughs> you don't trust stranger flan? <laughs> SeaWorld flan. I guess they're close to Mexico. But just... Uh, yes, this is our very finest imported flan. <laughs> Came from Mexico Fresh. three days ago. Uh, at the, here at the Shamu Cafe. <laughs> 
So yeah, that's it. <laughs> just that it was the shitty thing, but it was it's one of it my favorite memories just because we were laughing so I feel like, like that happens sometimes. Like your things are hurts, shitty and then it so goes hard. well. That becomes yeah. like your favorite memory. And it's exactly yeah. what you're talking about. It's the contrast. Which is the contrast yeah. between the first part and the second part. So you have to have a shitty stuff or yeah. else nothing will seem good. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> Pollyanna strikes again. <laughs> uh, all right, Jamie. Tell us about vacations. All right. Um, I just thought of a, a new thing. Uh-oh. This always goes well. <laughs> when Jamie and I talk about what he's going to talk about on the show, and then when we start the show and he goes, I thought of something else. He it's always it fucking awesome. Go ahead. We went to uh, Lake Arrowhead, me and my family. I was probably nine or ten years old. <laughs> and within, within three minutes of walking into our condo or wherever it is, I had my head stuck in the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna guess you were in between the banister. No, no, no. Between steps. You know, just, it was just, not like it was like a staircase where it was like you know there's open. space open. Yeah. Just tell, well, me, just tell me this wasn't last week. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's all I that was like two years ago. <laughs> two years ago. <laughs> I'm way over it. Um, but I just remember. I mean, it was intense because you know. It was stuck, and I'm like yelling, and like <laughs> adults are coming and swarming and trying to like not break How did my it neck. Happen? I think I just went and stuck my head in there. <laughs> That's happened to me before as a kid. Okay, thank you. Yeah, yeah. I, you know. I What's go- on the underside of the stairs? I thought it would be cool to stick my head in the stairs. <laughs> Look, my head fits. <laughs> Wait, no, it doesn't. It that feeling of not being able to get it up. I had to go to the hospital because I stuck an eraser up my nose. Same yeah, I stuck thing. something in my nose before, too. <laughs> what it's cocaine, but... <laughs> I have a dildo in my ass right now. <laughs> is that what that noise is? <laughs> um, so that's one story. And then uh, the other story... That's the whole story? <laughs> I mean, I, they, got, they got my head out, and I, I lived to tell the tale. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. I want to hear the one that you were... Um... Then another time, me and my family went on a trip to the East Coast. It was our first time on the East Coast, uh, just driving up New England, and we went to uh, Rhode Island. Why did you go to the East Coast? Uh, check it out. <laughs> <laughs> Good reason. I think it was my parents' first time there. Actually, I had been there a couple years earlier. For what? On a cruise with my grandma. What? My grandma would did this thing where she took <laughs> each of her grandchildren on a cruise. So, Your family's a big cruise family, right? I would say... As far spectrum, as families go. Like, I've never been on a cruise. I've never you, been on a cruise. Have you? My family's been on a cruise, but I've never been on a cruise. You didn't go with them? No. Nah. Mm. Okay. So but you're like, in you know, the middle. <laughs> Maybe. My parents would be cruise people. <laughs> Maybe. I've been on three cruises. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. You've, you've, you've out-cruised everybody on this table. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> combined. Yeah, Four combined. Well, if you guys so want to ask a, some questions later, this was the thing that your grandmother would take each of you <laughs> on a cruise. A cruise Q and A once. <laughs> yes. Was there a particular like was it a birthday thing or? I think everyone when you turned like eleven or twelve years old. So she took my cousin to Alaska, and then my sister also went to Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> and then you went, and then you went to Cape Cod. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I mean, I went to Boston and um, Nova Scotia, and oh well, Nova Scotia is nice. Very beautiful. And Maine and um Maine's very nice. Where you else? hate Boston. <laughs> I don't hate Boston. It's just like you it's just a, said it's nice a, things about well, every other Boston's city. just a big city. Like it's not oh, like it was oh it's beautiful. You know? I like Boston. I, I haven't been there in twenty years, but yeah, I guess me neither. Paul Revere's house. <laughs> just one of many attractions. <laughs> we went to New York. Um but but on this trip with my parents, 
Providence, Rhode Island? Does that sound right? Mm-hmm. No, it's not, it wasn't Providence, though. It was town a, in Rhode Island. We were in Providence. Went to a 50s cafe. I remember that. You and your fucking 50s cafes. <laughs> Jesus but what's, Christ. What's the, oh, Bridgeport? Bridge... Connecticut. Is that where all the huge mansions are? And like um, Jackie Kenny, Onassis like, had a house there? Kenny Bunkport, Maine? No. No, there is. There's a place. Is that Vineyard? Newport. No, Newport, Rhode Island. Newport, Rhode Island is, yes. is a rich people's paradise. Yeah, and you, you went to like the house where like... Welcome uh, to guess the New England <laughs> town. <laughs> but it's like this particular part right on the coast where I think they're... Um, who wrote The House of Seven Gables? Anne of Green Gables. Clark Gable. No. <laughs> Richard Rodriguez. <laughs> House of Seven Gables. No. Who wrote? Who cares? Go on. <laughs> well, I don't know. He's a rich guy. Like Stephen King. He yeah. had a house there, and we went on a tour of like a, a Jackie Onassis's house she grew up in, and like the garden rooms. And it was a long day. The garden rooms. There was a garden room, I think. Like a room with a garden it in it. Sounds like a rich person thing. I don't know, but I also remember on that cruise I went to with all my grandma. There's a whole thing, and it just looked like out of a, a picture from like a, a Better Homes and Gardens from like 1971. Nathaniel Hawthorne saw his house. Okay, oh. great. <laughs> that actually might have been some, in um, Mystic Seaport, Connecticut. <laughs> anyway, this day I'm in um, Newport, folks, there will be there will be a map and a bridge notes uh, to go to go along with this episode. By the way, Mystic. Um, the movie Mystic Pizza was based. <laughs> Mystic Seaport, Connecticut is. It's like you'd love it. So many seafaring ships. I've been there. Okay. I lived there. <laughs> I lived on the East Coast for ninety years. Okay. <laughs> so you can you concur. <laughs> anyway, we're in uh, Newport, Rhode Island, and I'm with the family, and I was just having like a little a meltdown. Oh no. And it was it was a very I think spoiled brat kind of meltdown. You were. Sorry, I got confused because I was thinking about something else. You were with your family in, yes. in New England. Where My were you now? Dad, we're in Newport. How old are you? I think like 11 or 12. Probably 12. And you were having a spoiled brat meltdown. Where this whole trip was for us, and they were doing so much stuff for us and taking care of us and... And and then this is the one day like my mom really wanted to see these old mansions. And, and you're like, I don't want to see Stewart houses. Well, we went and started seeing them, but then it started getting cranky and like, I don't want to do this. And, and it got so bad that we were walking... We were walking away. My mom was so mad at me. She's like, you know what? You couldn't even give me this one day where I just wanted to see some mansions. And she had a, a can of Diet Coke and she poured it on my head. <laughs> oh, seriously. <laughs> That's right. And she walked away. And of course, we all just started laughing because <laughs> it was a good tension breaker. But also, I was like pretty mad. Or maybe actually everyone else was laughing. Yeah, that was it. <laughs> they were laughing. I was I got to say, in this instance, I take... Your side, really? Yes, surprising. I think that was this crazy for your mom to do that. It was, you're a fucking child, and so sometimes you're gonna behave like a child. I think I was being pretty crank. I actually, of course, you were. You were 11 years old. Wait, wait, well, you never seen Jamie throw a ten- temper yeah. tantrum. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna be <laughs> Just kidding. I wasn't like that bratty, but um, for that day, I must have been. But we we, we look back on that moment warmly now. I think I. I Sure. No, that's one of those stories that never goes away. <laughs> Where Just did you go after that? Did you have to hair? like exactly. hang out the whole day with soda in your hair? Yeah, I guess I did. That was, by the way, the same trip. I've told the story on the show where I puked my guts out of the FBI building. I don't remember that story. Ah, uh, the old puke to the <laughs> FBI building episode. Classic. <laughs> I know I've told that story. 
Ian, I puked in a, I had a beanie. I was like so sick in the FBI building. And what made you the, sick in there? Was, was it, it, was, it was on, on the interrogation? Poisoning. I mean, they, well, that's the a shooting story. range. <laughs> By the time we left the building, because I was so sick, the people mm-hmm. knew my name. Like we were walking down the, I know I've told this story, but the people, the personnel at the FBI building were like, how you doing there, Jamie? By the way, they knew your name before you came in. The that's FBI. The FBI. <laughs> You're on the files. <laughs> but I just will never forget, like, puking my brain Flom's out. on his way in. <laughs> Get down to the lobby. <laughs> and there was, like, a, a, a high school class, like, on a field trip there. And them watching, like, this kid just puke his <laughs> fucking brains out into this beanie. And I felt so much better after. What's a beanie? <laughs> it's a, beanie? a hat. Like yeah, a, they, yeah, they're hat. rocking them now. The same things they're rocking right now. Mm. My fucking neck next door. Oh, it's neighbor. like a snow hat. <laughs> yeah, it's a snow hat. Okay. Like a knit. Anywho, um, well, I think that's an overreaction by your mother, and I stand by that. But yeah. she was also upset. Like she was having a temper tantrum to yeah. his temper tantrum. But she was a grown up and a parent. Yeah, right. But you don't know what she wanted to do. Right. She wanted to what she to ended up doing. Yeah, he's like, he's here. I, I understand all of that, but I, I don't. You know, I'm glad you have a happy memory about it. Well, it's just because my mom is a really great mom, and I love her. And I don't great. agree. Really? Oh my god! No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> she adores the long shot. Very shock special girl. episode. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie goes home, start having flashbacks, and then, <laughs> and then he realizes all his these childhood thoughts popping up, and yeah. his mom was just horrendous. <laughs> Wait a minute! Wait a minute! She, just told she me poured she was soup a good mom. on my head that other time. Oh, yeah. Hot soup. <laughs> <Not true. laughs> Uh, all right. Well, Ian, tell us about vacation. Well, I usually don't go on vacation, right? You know, but why is you're talking about? Uh, it, it seems like a kind of a waste of money. Sure, but I don't know. That's kind of some cultural upbringing type shit that maybe my you parents... also don't have a conventional like nine to five job, right. and you know. So I, I guess like going like there's only like five or six places I like really going on the road. Mm-hmm. It's to Miami, San Francisco. Back to New York, and I can't remember Chicago, any major city. And so, whenever I'm in those places, then it feels like a vacation. Yeah, if you're working the road, you're saying. If I if I'm working the road, so, so you're doing a club there, and you're right, just enjoying yourself, just while enjoying you're there. myself. I, I would say, in fact, that the first time you and I met mm-hmm. was almost like be on vacation, which was at the Traverse City, city Comedy Festival. Festival. Okay. To me, that was like being that, on vacation. That's a vacation. Yeah, because like any comedy festival is a vacation. Right. Because you get yeah. treated really well. Right. Do you remember there were people like driving us around? Yeah, and, they, like... they assigned somebody to <laughs> yes. you. Yeah. To take care of you the entire awesome. weekend. This woman would show up at my hotel room in the morning with a cup of coffee that she had gotten for me and then just drive me around all oh day. Oh, my yeah. God. It was crazy. It was like... That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. The people in the town are, are great. Like, I stay in contact with them. And I, I went back and did it one more time since. And then... But yeah, it's like it's it's the only time I've seen. First of all, I don't really. I'm not a big fan of snow. Yeah, it's very cold up there. And I'm from New York. We thought I thought we had snow until <laughs> you go. Until you went to Northern Michigan. Yeah, and that shit is like snowmobile yeah. weather. Right on the lake yeah. too. So right it's on like the, lake, the wind yeah. coming down from the north. Oof. Yeah, and um, New York snow makes me miserable. But when you go there, you're like you're living in a postcard for the weekend with some nice people. <laughs> So, so <laughs> and it's just for a few okay. days. Yeah, a few days. Then you come back to reality. Have you ever been to Europe? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was born in Europe. Where? Yeah, England. Oh, nice. Yeah. And then I used to go back there and do shows. So that was kind of that was kind of vacationy too. I used to have family there, and I get to like if I'd have shows like in like in a town, like I'd 
walk around that town. You look at a lot of historical shit, and and you just and there's a lot of the stuff is still the same way it was back then. Like they keep the integrity of the structures, and it's just so it, it, they build new shit around it. But even London is, you look at it, it's really old. I know, it's and, crazy. Uh, so you, you can see a lot of stuff and experience a lot of stuff. So that's that's cool. This this. Apartment was built almost thirty years ago. So <laughs> still maintain uh, the structural it? integrity of it. <laughs> not quite. Uh, you know, <laughs> right. not gonna not gonna argue with you on that. Uh, Can he look that up on his phone? <laughs> like he looked this up. This actually a building. Chinese jacket. <laughs> <laughs> but like Coachella's kind of a vacation for Yeah, him. and that was that's that's like a like in my mind it said that's a vacation. Yeah. Like I actually went somewhere. I'm a comic. You, you don't really pay for your hotel. You go somewhere right. and they p- at least provide the hotel for you. Like I, I paid for a hotel and that's like to me like a right. legit three day vacation. See You're when I go there. when I go on the road I do bringer hotels. Like <laughs> bringer I, have hotels. To, uh, <laughs> I have to bring a bunch of other guests <laughs> <laughs> or stay there for free. <laughs> <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, so if you could go anywhere where would you go? Where would I go? I've never been to Hawaii. Probably fuck with that. You should fuck with that. That's yeah. like the best. It's the best. Either. Never been to Hawaii, so I'd fuck with Hawaii. Uh, where else? Which uh, is not far from here, right? Like it's not yeah. a bad. I guess it's as far as it is to the East Coast from. Yeah, people stop here on their way to Miami to Hawaii. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I would. I like. I don't go on vacation a lot. I guess too because I live in L.A. And to me, people come here to vacation. So I live somewhere where people come to vacation. So there's a lot of places around here you could use to your advantage just to go to, and it feels like you're on vacation. First, in and out, ten years in and out, hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> what did you say? In, in and, and out, out. In and out. <laughs> animal so, style. Yeah, Some people have different ideas of vacation. You know what I'm saying? It's just a nice lunch. Yeah. But so like California's nice a vacation to me, kind of. Totally. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This state. Great vacation, Guerneville, for example. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this like this is like the state. Fun facts: I took a class on the history of California, and um, we have the most climates in this state than anywhere in the world. I believe that. And there's also, also I don't believe it. Lots of other great cities. <laughs> There's also get, a lot of you know great what? cities. Get, get me a diet coke. Get me, get me a diet coke. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know exactly how to handle this. I know exactly how to handle this. Get me a diet coke somewhere. <laughs> I got nervous. Like I was like, shit. Now I'm stating facts from a class, and I don't really. No, I just want to know. I just want to know before you. Even get, how, why did you take the class? Um, I was genuinely interested. For real? Yeah. <laughs> this was in college. Yeah, I took the oh, same teacher. Uh, he t- t- the history of the American West. And then he offered the history of California. I think I got an A. Uh, yeah. <laughs> shocker. Um, <laughs> shocker. Uh, all right. Well, this seems like a good place to take a break. So we will be we'll, we'll we will do that. And we'll be back <laughs> in a moment with a segment on the show that we like to call parting shots. And I'm gonna have my tongue examined. <laughs> Is that from Hawaii? I don't know.
We are back. You are listening to The Long Shot. It's a podcast. It's time for a segment on the show that we call Parting Shots. Let's start today with Amber. All right. Uh, on Friday, well, there's a sushi place by my work that I go. Already, I don't. I'm not following everything. Yes, you are. Yeah. Uh, it's good. <laughs> I go there kind really of frequently. Good. All right. Let's go now. <laughs> but like enough that they know my name and they usually start bringing out what I normally order without me ordering. What is it? Um, <clears throat> California roll. The lunch, the sushi lunch with ah. spicy tuna. Mm. Mm. <laughs> so many mm's. Um, but it, it's nice to feel like local and a You're part the of a norm community. of that sushi yeah. place. Yeah. Amber! <laughs> that said, when you do something really embarrassing and everyone knows you, it sucks. Yes. Oh, yeah. um, and they <laughs> have the best miso soup. I like miso soup, but they, theirs is just... I like crave their miso soup mm -hmm. and um, they have their tables. Especially with the cold tofu, right? <clears throat> it's mm. warm actually. Oh, oh okay. Um, their tables have, they're just like strips of wood. N uh, glued and nailed <laughs> together like, like a table would be? Or, uh, <laughs> but um, but the, sometimes they're uneven. Like it's, it's uh, a rustic look. Sure. Um, and so I'm sitting at a table by myself on Friday and I go to just move the bowl of miso closer to me mm -hmm. and it catches on one of those like uneven wood planks and I spill the entire oh, bowl of miso soup into my lap and I'm like making eye contact with the guy who's sitting at by himself at the other table like I see him go like oh like he was <laughs> he was horrified for me and um Everyone who worked there was like, Amber! Like, <laughs> rushed over with towels and... Um, me so embarrassed. Am I allowed to say that? I think you are. I was going to say me so... Never mind. Uh, <laughs> Much but, worse. Me so horny. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, That's unrelated. She brought me another soup, which was really sweet. She didn't have to do that. Where did you pour that one? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> On Jamie's head. Yeah. Well, that's what it. That's what it reminded me. Oh, that was my parting shot. <laughs> but um, it was a lot of soup. You know, some some sushi restaurants give you just like a little, mm -hmm. a little tiny. This like they give you a good portion. Mm. So um, and I feel like when you do something or I'll use I statements when I do something embarrassing, mm. like it's always just like, oh no, it's nothing. But like. My inner thighs were scalded, <laughs> and there was so much soup on me, like a comical amount. Like, my shoes looked like I vomited on myself, and, um, like, I was wearing a dress, and there's just soup on my dress, Damn. like, the rest of the day, and I just had to be like... Sorry, I spilled soup. <laughs> <laughs> All right, sure you did. <laughs> Rough night last night. <laughs> Couldn't even go home and it change. It looked like that. Yeah. It, it was, you uh, walked around like that the entire day? Yeah. I well, mean, I changed as soon as I left work. But that's good. When you went home, when nobody's around. But also at work, nobody's around. That's yeah. why like, I keep a spill apron wherever <laughs> I go. <laughs> so you can change out of your clothes into a spill apron. No, I just put it over. It's funny. It's like since everybody knows her, there, the next time she walks in, they're gonna be like Amber, and they just put a spill apron around. <laughs> Here's your spill apron. But the and the guy sitting by himself at the other table will be like. <laughs> <laughs> Well, and he hasn't when, left since then. When one of the ladies was helping me clean up, she was like, oh, just last week something happened to me. And I was like, oh, did you just do this? Like, I thought she was... No, I had a baby. 
<laughs> she started talking to me about like her banking needs. And I was like, I don't wanna, I don't care. <laughs> Just last week, something happened to me. I overdrew on a check and they fined me $15. Yeah, and I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> so yeah, spilled an entire thing of soup on me. At it's least humbling. you're at it's least you're comfortable experience. going back though. Oh, I'm definitely gonna go back. Yeah. But they'll they'll I know they're going to be weird about like <laughs> making <laughs> jokes about me spelling it. I'm sure. You shouldn't sit at that table, Amber. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, all right. I'll go next. I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate this, but we'll see what happens. I think you can. Well, we'll see. Uh, I've been watching a lot of basketball. It's, it's, it's <laughs> the playoffs, you know, so I've, literally I've been watching like 10 to 12 hours of basketball a day. Shit. Good for um, you. <laughs> yeah, it's you really healthy. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, <laughs> but it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like, the games have all been great. Um, it was on when I came over. Yes. Uh, but. I'm staying after this. Here's <laughs> here's a. I did tape the Pacers game, so. Uh, I taped it on my VCR. Uh, <laughs> he has a time machine. <laughs> I audio taped it as well. Uh, <laughs> But I, I, here's a thing that I just noticed today for the first time, and I'm sure it's been happening for a while, mm-hmm. but this was the first time I actually noticed it and was like, this fucking sucks, which is <laughs> that for a long time now, you know, there's been sponsors for these games. There's been like the network will slip an ad in at the beginning. Right. Like when they come back from commercials, they'll be like, this week on a very special friends, friends, right. not friends, but you know, whatever the show is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but tonight, this is what I did on Conan years ago. Um, but tonight for the first time, instead of it being like after a commercial break or as they were paused in the middle of a play, it was like, and LeBron taking his second free throw. That's good. LeBron pushing the ball up the court. It won't be over till one of us is gone. Falling skies Whoa. this summer on TNT. That's still on. And <laughs> yes, <laughs> Jesus. And Josh McRoberts inside, like in in the middle of a fucking wow. play. That's crazy. They stopped to plug a show on the network, and I, I just like I know it's all about money and it's about like, but I it just it upset me deeply. That things have gone is that everywhere. far. It's just yeah. like injected into everything. Like I know thing. it's such an uh, such an obvious thing to say. <laughs> you <laughs> you throw yourself juggling <laughs> real quick. <laughs> I know that's such an obvious thing to say, but I I just can't. Like, what's where's it going to go after that? Right. You know, they're going to put logos everywhere. on jerseys soon. But even that doesn't bother me as much. Like that's been true for years in football, football. right? Yeah. Like European football. Um, so that. Whatever you kind of you don't even look at it anymore. Um, yeah, I'm I'm talking down about soccer. And Jorge's yeah, he is getting a big soccer. Upset. You know, I, have a, I forgot to tell you, I have a podcast podcast called the Soccer Comic Rant. No, I didn't know <laughs> that. Every Sunday, oh, so yeah, you're so- a big you're a big soccer yeah, guy yeah, as well. Yeah. Uh, did you grow up playing soccer? Yeah, yeah. What so, position? Uh, midfield. Too bad I was a fullback. Too um, bad. <laughs> <laughs> now we can't talk anymore. We, can't talk. we almost. But, but so you know what I'm saying. Like those. Right. Are, that's been true forever, right. and, and it doesn't really affect your. Or to me, it seems like it doesn't affect your vision of the game. Like you're not right, looking right. at you're somebody's uniform and going, yeah. "Oh fuck, there's a All beer right. ad on that guy's uniform." Right. It's just like a little weird. You're just like, patch. man, I want to buy that beer. <laughs> right. No, I, I feel like you don't even notice it really. Right. You know, um, but when somebody. St- in the middle of the game says, and there's like a thing across the bottom of the uh-huh. screen and that, that says like falling skies. Yeah. I mean, at least they didn't do the thing. This is the other thing that's been going on for a long time where they have the little person, like the miniature person oh, comes out that. and is like, 
Um, so it wasn't that, but but <laughs> yeah. it hey, just, hey, you watching the TV up there? Look yeah. down here. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, anyway, it really bummed me out. I got I got very I cried. I got. So commercialism is rampant, and mm. I don't like it. I hate commercialism so uh, much, right. too, man. Let's go next to um, Ian. That said, this episode is brought to you by Falling Skies <laughs> or whatever it's called. <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> Josh McRoberts. Uh, okay. Uh, Ian, parting shots. Uh, I guess mine is basketball-related, because the only thing I can think of right now. And uh, I, I guess there's two parts to this, and it's the Donald Sterling thing. Oh, God. Yeah, and, uh, I'm, listen. Can, before you even say what you're going to say, can right. you just explain the situation a little bit? So Donald Sterling is the owner of the Clippers, and he made some comments to his girlfriend. He's married or has an estranged wife, and he made comments to his girlfriend. That who, she recorded. That she recorded. And you could tell she was setting him up, mm -hmm. and she was asking him questions, leading him. to. She's trying to definitely get him to say nigger, which he didn't say. Because she's... They're suing. She's suing them, and they're suing her. Right. right. Isn't his, it? his wife is suing her. Right. For all the gifts that he gave like her, two million dollars, like two million dollars. Like right. Yeah. And I can't imagine getting two million dollars worth of gifts. That's well, guess what, Amber? <laughs> it's your lucky day. <laughs> <laughs> the gifts are sponsored so by <laughs> Fallen Skies. <laughs> the door just opens. There's an elephant, diamonds. <laughs> so I guess the thing that pisses me off is like. Everybody's saying how racist Donald Sterling is, and he obviously is racist. Sure, right. but the thing that's on the tape, this the the thing that's on the tape is mostly it's the rantings of not just a jealous uh, a uh, racist guy, but he's more jealous, right? Of who, who she's, seen she's with. seeing, yeah, right. And he's trying to play it off and saying not what he instead of saying what he wants to say. He's saying other things like, you can fuck the guys, you can do this, but just don't put it because my friends are making fun of me that my girlfriend is... So it's like, I'd rather you fuck the black guys and hide it than, <laughs> than make me look like I'm a sucker in front of all right. my friends. And, and that's, that's what he's really saying. But So he's racist. Right. And he has but a the way he the said side. it, he sounded like what he was saying was that his friends... Mm -hmm. Are calling him up and saying, "Right, your girlfriend's hanging out with black guys, and they, they're probably she's probably fucking them." But uh, I don't know. That just seemed weird she to me. Took like, a picture no, with Magic who are his Johnson. friends that are calling him up like that? You know, other racist friends. <laughs> so yeah. we need to get the list of those friends right. yeah. because he's talking about this is the way it is, mm -hmm. and and you can't change it. So he's with a group of people right. who right. see things this way. And the media, so then there's stories coming about this guy has a history of racism. That everybody's known about that everybody's for years known and about. years. And this reminds me of like the steroid scandal. Because the media, they're outraged. But they knew about this shit. Correct. And they're, they're sharing this outrage with us, along with us, as if they never heard of this shit before. Right. But you knew about it. So you're cowards for never bringing this up. Right. And then now talking about it, now that the tapes are out, and everybody's talking about it. Like, there's people that work for the Clippers. I heard this ch chick, her name is Ramona, and she was on ESPN channel. Shelburne? Shelburne, yeah. And she, you know, nice. no, there you go, Jamie. <laughs> and then she was talking about, yeah, she's heard stuff like this before. She said, how come you never said it? And now yeah. you're being so vocal. It's like, where was this shit before? Don't, don't try to join us. It's just like steroids before. Like, they never mentioned it. They had the home run derby. 
and baseball was booming. And then, then they couldn't hide it any longer. And then they jumped on the steroid thing as if they were outraged. Meanwhile, they knew about and it. Shocked. And, and, so, and this guy has so a well-documented history of racism. Like right. when I heard this, and people were like, "Oh, he's a racist," I was like, "I already knew that. Like I've right, known right. that for years and years." There was like yeah, a, I knew he's a racist piece I knew of when shit. I couldn't rent one of his apartments. He was racist. So, <laughs> so, it was, so I'm but, not shocked that somebody's racist. It's like the people who didn't bring this up, who are trying to act outraged. Right. Uh, and David Stern, this is almost, this is this is compatible to so many things. Like, this is like, you know, the paternal scandal mm-hmm. where, you know, he had this guy on his staff that was, he kind of right. knew was doing the stuff. He didn't want to know, but he, he didn't want to know. Yeah. So Stern, everybody who lauded as a commissioner, he right. knew about this shit sure. too. Right. And he didn't do anything about this. Right. So it's like, it's just so much shit around this and then players are talking about fan there's fans are saying they're going to boycott the clippers you can't boycott the clippers because the clippers have a history of never having anybody go to their games anyway. <laughs> so this will not affect well, but that's another thing is that i hear all these people on tv a lot of them ex players players mm-hmm. saying oh the clippers should have not played the game they should have sat out they should have done I, I know what should happen this is what should happen okay if the Clippers boycott the game, the fans, nothing happens, really. Uh-huh. But if all the fans from all the teams boycott all their teams' games, uh-huh. that will force all the owners who are losing money right. to force this guy out. And that's the only way a boycott would be effective. Mm-hmm. Not just the Clipper fans, but if everybody's so outraged, everybody boycott. And I'm not even for it. I'm just saying this is a solution if you want to get the guy out. But besides... Like a racist rich guy, a big deal. You know, mm-hmm. it, you know, this is what it is. Yeah, I agree with you. But I guess the point I'm making is all the mm-hmm. people talking shit about what they would have done if they were on the Clippers right, right now. Right, right, right. And it's like, shut up. You're not on the Clippers. Right. So how dare you sit there and judge these guys for playing, for playing right. in this game right. that's been so important to them. And they have a good team for the first for time, the first time yeah. in years, right. you know, and they have a, sh- a legitimate shot. Maybe mm-hmm. not anymore because of all this shit that's yeah, this, gone this on. this is definitely going to derail them. But before that, they had a legitimate shot at mm-hmm. going all the way to the finals. And so for you to sit there and say, I would have not, if I was still playing, I would have not played in that game. I would have had all of us boycott that game. I think that's... Bullshit. I think right. it's a shitty thing to do. I, I I I agree with that, and I think that that what the Clippers did yesterday to protest, mm-hmm. I think that was dumb. That means nothing. <laughs> they they turned their jerseys inside, inside out. Right? Inside yeah. out yeah. They yeah. took them off, and, and then they walked away as if they did something. Like, Get the fuck out of here! <laughs> you didn't do shit. <laughs> you played the game and you lost. Like, uh, if we didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. that would have been a gesture. But since we already all knew the, exactly what was going on. Right. It was kind of an empty, empty yeah. thing. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's, it's whack. Mm-hmm. It's weak. Uh, all right, Jamie, parting shots. It better not be at me. <laughs> Check out my lucky purple coral. <laughs> I, um, I brought this uh, lucky purple coral as a centerpiece to the table today. I, I just mm-hmm. thought for my parting shot, I'd take a moment and we could uh, kind of reflect on it and check it out. Fantastic. Is it new or something? Folks, if you're listening at home, please reflect on this lucky purple <laughs> coral in the center of the table. Well, we have this coral. It's a, it's a mounted on like a, a base, like a kind of a see-through base. Purple and it's lucky. It's purple. Lucite, perhaps? I, it's, I didn't realize that. Is that a denomination of, of coral? No, the, <laughs> the base. The, the base oh, is lucite. That might be lucite. Um, you can see there's four little things to kind of... Uh, uh, it says it's handcrafted in Maui. 
Oh, really? But then the habitat is California, so mixed message. So what coral is handcrafted? (laughs) (laughs) Ones that are dying. Hands of God, I think, is what they're referring to. But I thought I brought some luck to this this uh, podcast. I think it's been a good one. And um, Ian, Ian's about to snap it in half. Yeah, I'm just confused (laughs) as to why you chose to bring it though. Like, did you just get it or something? Are you leaving it here? No, I'm not going to leave it here. I'm going to take it home. Are you going to bring it to every podcast? Your coral teas. I think that we should all always have some sort of centerpiece. I think that should be an ongoing. Maybe I'll just bring because I have this gem collection at home. This is this came on from the collection my grandma gave me. But what I'm saying <laughs> is, I still don't understand like what inspired you to today pick up this okay. coral and bring it here. Well, it was or it is- was. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> it was a, a prop in the Tiki Tugboat uh, show. So I had it in my car. So it was just in your car when you got here. <laughs> yes. And you're like, oh, I might as well bring this inside and see what happens. That's exactly yeah. what my brain said. <laughs> I can't wait to see the look on That's why I'm bringing Carl inside. By the way, none of this will be over till one of us is gone. Falling skies, May 29th. Flam placing the coral in the center of the table. It's nice. So that's that. Um, I think it is nice. Um, Ian. What up? Uh... I ask all of our guests at the end of each episode if they would have some sort of uh, nugget of truth, uh, some sort of wisdom that they could impart. About coral? Um, <laughs> if you have something related to coral, I'm all ears. Uh-uh. Uh, but something that uh, some guiding principle in your own life that maybe you could uh, share with us here today. Uh, well, uh, I mean, shit. Well, I'm a comic, so uh, I guess I can say uh, that if you're a comic or you're in entertainment business, just work hard, trust yourself, and everything will be fine. Uh, I was working, helping a friend with a pilot the other day, and uh, the actors weren't used to being multicam actors. They're good actors, but they weren't used to being multicam actors, and... The network was there every day. There was a lot of pressure. And it was great to see on tape day, after tons of rehearsal and the rewriting of the script a thousand times, that on tape day, you could see that they just really trusted themselves. And they didn't let anything on the outside bug them. And they came through. They killed it. And oh, that's right. It's just all from just saying, fuck it. I'm just going to trust myself. So, you know, people should just trust themselves. That's it. Great. Yeah. Working Trust on yourself. it. Yeah. Trust yourself and get and trust for your <laughs> purple car. Falling skies. <laughs> Falling skies. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I, that show is a piece of shit. I've never. Yeah. I don't even know what it I is. I watched the first season and a half, and I gave up. Yeah, I made a <laughs> commercial once and turned it off. Shows you hate. <laughs> <laughs> there is a fun to that. By the way, I've been so into fucking Sons of Anarchy. Um, fucking good. <laughs> no, but yet last night I was watching. I think I'm deep into season four. And a comic named Cristela Alonso. Yeah, no, Cristela. Um, she's playing this woman that gets fucking oh, shot in the head. Oh, she's <laughs> on. So weird. <laughs> By the way, Cristela Alonso has a pilot that is sort of in the running right now to get picked up, and it's doing very well. Yeah. Oh, nice. A lot of buzz about it. Oh, cool. She's great. So probably we'll know by the time this comes out whether it got picked up or not. But and she's doing Conan tomorrow. Good luck. Oh, she is. All right. Full circle. Yeah. Uh, all right, Ian, thank you so much for being here. Look for Ian's album, 100% Half-Ass, coming out in June from Team Coco Records. You can follow him at Ian Edwards Comic. 
and that's I A N Edwards Comic um, on Twitter. I just know what you're doing. Like the way he breaks it. Oh, this is funny. <laughs> Uh, and uh, that's it. We'll see you next time on The Long Shot. A pleasure being here. Oh, yeah. Thanks yeah. for being here. Times. past and future episodes of the long shot podcast join us online at the longshotpodcast.com